When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. GamecockCentral.com presents Gamecock Central Radio with Gamecock great Kip Balknight. I'm your host, Emerson Phillips. We're coming to you from the Gamecock Central Studios. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to the podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Kip, the Gamecocks were in such great position coming off the series sweep of Alabama to close out SEC regular season play, but then another bad outing in Hoover, two and Q for the Gamecocks at the SEC tournament, and now, you know, the question is looming, Kip, have the Gamecocks done enough to earn a top eight national seed? They were projected six or seven. D1Baseball.com had South Carolina projected as the seven seed prior to the SEC tournament, but an 0-2 trip to Hoover, eight straight losses in Hoover now for the Gamecocks, and we're all wondering, have the Gamecocks done enough? Unfortunately, uh, Emerson, I, I don't think they have. I felt like prior to the tournament uh, starting yesterday, I felt like South Carolina uh, had to win at least one game to have a decent shot. Um, and if they went 2-2, two and two, I felt like they would 100% be in. Now, some may say, do they still deserve to be in? Over the course of the season, the body of work they've done, uh, I think that you can still have an argument there. But the unfortunate part of it, uh, a lot of times with these conference tournaments, is how you finish the season. And they're going to look back and look at how South Carolina lost two out of three to Kentucky, I think then two out of three to A&M. They did sweep Alabama, which was huge. We're hoping that that momentum would lead them over to – uh, play well in the SEC tournament, but unfortunately that wasn't the case. Even though Braden Webb threw a wonderful game today, uh, he just got behind early and the bats were just uh, not there today. They just couldn't get the clutch hit when they needed to, leaving some runners on base. But uh, unfortunately, I, I just don't think they've done enough. Uh, you know, LSU's 2-0 and in the tournament. Ole Miss is 2-0 and in this tournament. I don't know how the other conference tournaments are going, but I think there's probably at least four to six teams that were kind of on the bubble, whether or not they were going to make it uh, to be able to be a top eight national seed. And, and, and I think South Carolina was maybe inside that top eight before. And unfortunately, I think they played themselves out of that top eight seed. All right. The Gamecocks fell to Ole Miss 10 to four in their first game in the SEC tournament. The Gamecocks committed a season high five errors. And then earlier today, it was Texas A&M 4-1 over the Gamecocks. South Carolina 0-6 with runners in scoring position in this ballgame. Texas A&M struck for three runs in the second. The Gamecocks got an RBI single from Marcus Mooney in the third, but that will be all the offense for the Gamecocks. And it's 2-Q and Q in Hoover once again. Kip, is there something about Hoover, or is it simply what Gene Cohn and others said? You know, the Gamecocks are just playing good baseball teams in the conference tournament, and that's why they've struggled there in recent years. Well, they play good teams all year. I don't know if I necessarily agree with, agree with Gene Cole on that answer. Um, I, I think if they knew they would make the adjustment and, and it would change. The only thing that that I can, because I've been a part of it, we certainly didn't play well in the SEC tournament when I played. I mean, heck, I was 
15 and 0 my junior year and went to the SEC tournament and we lost to Kentucky six to four, uh, with me as a starting pitcher. So I, you know, I, heck, I, I, I don't know. The only thing that I could potentially think is, you know, South Carolina going into the SEC tournament over the last 16, 17 years. If you look back at it, they have the majority of the time, uh, done what they needed to do to be in uh, the postseason. Again, last year was a, uh, a season where that didn't happen. But the majority of the time, they've been there. So they've either already locked up a top eight national seed or they've had that left to play for. Now, to me, that would still be enough motivation there for them to play well. But, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it's just a, a ballpark that has your number. And for some reason, uh, that I just don't know. Uh, we have never played well there. It's just disappointing. It is a great venue, but gosh, I sure hope that maybe changes for the Gamecocks in the future. All right, now we do know that lack of success in the SEC tournament for the Gamecocks in the years past has not necessarily translated to a lack of success in the postseason. Quite the opposite, in fact. The Gamecocks didn't play particularly well in the conference tournament in 2010 or 2011, but ended up winning the national championship both years. So all hope is not yet lost, but Kip, it sure seems like the Gamecocks chances of landing a top eight national seed are tenuous at best at this point. And you mentioned earlier that, you know, compounding the problem is the fact that uh, a couple of other SEC teams that the Gamecocks might be competing with for a top eight national seed, including Ole Miss and LSU are both two and O in the SEC tournament. And they're still alive right now. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's uh, that that's the tough part about it. I mean, if I'm Chad Holbrook, if I'm, uh, any any leader of that team, I'm telling guys, listen, don't listen to the radio. Don't listen to anything. It's going to be negative right now. we got to stay within the family. We're going to go out. We're going to practice hard. It's going to be a, a – I got a feeling it'll be very similar to the, some of the ones I had when we went to in Q uh, under the Ray Tanner era uh, coming back to Columbia and practicing before your regional. There will be a regional in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it will either start on Friday or Saturday. I think that's how it works. And if they, you know, again, what I'm telling my team, if I'm Chad Holbrook, is literally we are a five-game winning streak away from going to Omaha. I mean, South Carolina, uh, it's not the end of the world. Did they play bad in, in the SEC tournament? Yeah, you saw a team make five errors. I think they made 11% of the errors that they made all year in one game. Mm. Uh, in the opening in the SEC tournament. So, uh, crazy, crazy game. I think they did a great job of battling back and trying to, to come back and they cut the lead to seven to four, but unfortunately they lost. And, uh, you know, I, I really try to focus on the body of work and everything they've done throughout the season because they, they have had an amazing season compared to last year. They put themselves, put themselves, excuse me, in a great position. Unfortunately, they didn't take advantage of in the SEC tournament, but this team is still, just a couple of weeks of good baseball away from uh, making it to their goal, and that's making it to the College World Series. All right, the Gamecocks are 42-15 and 15 overall. They finished 20-9 and nine in SEC play and SEC East Championship to boot. The Gamecocks were rated number five in the RPI entering the SEC tournament, but again, two losses in Hoover, and right now we're just not sure if the Gamecocks will be in the top eight, and I think a lot of people are not optimistic right now that the Gamecocks will get a top eight national seed. But uh, regional sites for the NCAA tournament here in 2016 will be announced on Sunday night of this weekend, and the full field for the NCAA Baseball 2016 National Championship Tournament will be revealed on Monday, Memorial Day, 
And that show, the selection show, will be televised on ESPNU. So, Kip, have a great Memorial Day weekend, and we'll be back to talk about the bracket next week. Yeah, Emerson, one more thing. I was thinking, you know, if I if, if there is one thing I would do is I would go back, and I'm sure the pitchers are going to do this, uh, as well as all the position players. I'm sure they watch film, especially when games are on TV. It's pretty neat to kind of see uh, how college baseball has evolved over the years and all the, the, the you know, the pub they get and just the – uh, it's it's great uh, exposure, but listen to Ben McDonald. I mean, Ben McDonald, one of the announcers, a big leaguer, former LSU Tiger. Listen to him talk about you know when Jared when Schmidt was uh, struck struggling. So I said Jared Clark Schmidt when Clark Schmidt was struggling when Brandon uh, Braden Webb was struggling. You know, listen to the things he's talking about. Listen to him talk about using both sides of the plate with your fastball, establishing the fastball in some of the pitches that. Braden Webb made today, and even Schmidt yesterday, they were out over the plate, and they were actually really good pitches. And you go, gosh, why are those getting hit? Well, you, if if guys are able to to be able to hit those pitches out or out out away from them, you obviously haven't shown them enough inside and been able to pitch effectively. Not just showing them inside, but being able to throw fastballs for strikes inside, as well as moving their feet and making them feel a little bit more uncomfortable. I really, really think that's going to be a huge key for the South Carolina pitchers in the postseason because this season is so long and there's so many games now on TV, the scouting ports are there. And these guys have got to do a really good job of mixing things up and keeping hitters off balance. And you got to pitch to both sides of the plate. We saw Taylor Widener come in throwing 95 to 98 miles an hour and struggling. And it's because we're not using that inside half of the plate, in my opinion. You make an interesting point, Kip. Uh, television certainly has changed college baseball in the last, you know, 15 or 20 years. Used to be you didn't often have scouting reports available on some teams that maybe weren't from your part of the country. You just didn't know much about them. But TV has changed all that, and college baseball has really grown thanks to the TV coverage from ESPN. And it's a lot different game now than it was 20 years ago. Yeah, well said. It is, and uh, again, use that to your advantage, guys. I think that's important for for those players, and and I'm sure. Uh, you know, Coach Myers works with the kids all the time. Hey, you could sit here and say, do this, do that, but you still got to execute it. The coaches, I'm sure, are certainly working on those things with the guys, and uh, but it's still left up to the players to execute. But again, you know, my message to the team would be absolutely, hey, it's frustrating, but you know, it is what it is. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you're coming back to Columbia, and it's probably going to be a hot, humid week and a lot of practice. And, uh, you know, but that's good for them. Uh, you know, you know, we'll see how they come back from adversity. I think this team's shown a lot of character this year, and and uh, hopefully they'll their best baseball is yet to come. Yeah, the season itself has proven that this Gamecock team is a resilient bunch, and Gamecock Nation will now keep its fingers crossed as we await the NCAA baseball tournament selection show noon Monday, Memorial Day on ESPNU. Kip Balknight with us twice a week here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks again, Kip. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir, Emerson. Thanks so much. Go Gamecock. All right, that's Kip Balknight, and I'm Emerson Phillips. We'll be back with you next week to talk about the NCAA tournament field. The Gamecocks are in, but will they be in the top eight? We'll find out on Monday. For Kip Balknight, I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for joining us on Gamecock Central Radio. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.